This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for tuning in to part two of our sit down with Janice Dickinson and Alan Evans and Joey Santos. If you haven't heard part one, check it out. It's going to make a lot more sense if you listen to that first. We talk about the Kardashians. What does Janice think about supermodels like Gigi Hadid and Kendall Jenner? Are they, you know, are, are they the same as her, the world's first supermodel? We talk about Janice's beginnings, America's next top model, the Janice Dickinson modeling agency. Guys, we cover it all. We have an icon amongst us. And now stay tuned for part two of our sit down with Janice Dickinson, Joey Santos, and Alan Nevins. They have a great new podcast, guys. Two guys from Hollywood. They are amazing. You should listen. Stay tuned now. Here we go. Listen, well, speaking of some other non maybe sober moments, which no judgment, no shade. Let's talk about America's Next Top Model. Like for all the Gen Zs out there that don't, you know, that think that this is where Janice Dickinson comes from, maybe now they'll hear that, you know, you have a whole life and career way before this. But talk to me about America's Next Top Model. How is that? It was working on Tyra's show, sitting on that panel, for incredibly long hours for them to get their acts together. Don't forget I was the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth season on that show. And, and it was wonderful in, in the aspects where they flew us to marvelous places all over the world. You know, South Africa, Tokyo, uh, Italy, France. We went, we went a lot of places, but Sitting next to Tyra for hours and hours can be daunting because she didn't really like me and we didn't really get along and she never did Vogue. I did Vogue. She did Elle. I used to constantly remind her of that. <laughs> you know, I didn't really treat her like a producer. She kept saying, but I'm the producer of the show. And I was like, oh yeah, right. Whatever. You know, so it, it, she, they, had I realized that they, the, the, the pick of the, uh, the, of each show 
was the was the choice of CoverGirl, which handed out the winner the the win the winners certificates and the winners hundred thousand dollars and the chance to have a CoverGirl contract campaign for a year was chosen by CoverGirl and not the not the judges. So when I found that out, I was like kind of reticent to even speak up anymore because they weren't taking my valuable words of wisdom um, and applying it to who should win or who should lose. Right. You so should cut the ball for show. It's a show time. Yeah. It's a show show. When did you find that out? Like how long? Like what last season? season? Last season. Duh. It took me that long to find out. And then it was just like, wow, I should have just shown up and collected my paycheck. And Well, then it, the paycheck stayed the same. You know, each season, any actor in the right mind, and I'm with Screen Actors Guild, would get a bump in their salary. Like, you know, a third, a third, a third, a third. I didn't get any bumps. You know, the only bumps I was doing was in the gay, the gay bars at the, at the nightclubs. <laughs> After work. For sure. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, it's well known. Listen, we've had, like, we had, I don't know if you remember any of the models. We had Lisa D'Amato on this show. She's okay. had a lot. We just had her. She's had some things to say about Tyra, Eugenia Washington. You know, so what, and listen, also Jay Manuel, his book, The Wig, The Bitch, The Meltdown. We had him on here. Jay Manuel. There's a, there's a real winner. <laughs> See, Jay Emanuel was right up Tyra's butt crack. <laughs> so, you know, you know, if you want to get in, in with Tyra, you, you, you compliment her 24 seven and you know, you just know how have to be able to put up with that type of woman who only likes gay men. She did not like me. She didn't like other women. She only liked gay men, which you can't blame her for really. But they made her look great. Yes. It made me look great. So you feel Jay just kissed her ass the whole time? Yes, they all did. Because I'm the producer. Except you, but like, my whole thing is like, I mean, what did Tyra think she was going to get with you? Like, I could have told her you're going to speak your mind. Well, she should have expected it, but once, once the expectant came out, you, know, you couldn't suppress my cough. I was just... <laughs> expectant. <laughs> I, I was just really hacking my way through. And, you know, a lot of times there were other judges. I can't remember their names, but they were fun to judge next to. And, um, but the, but sitting, it would be like doing this show from like seven in the morning to about one, one or two o'clock at night. It becomes really tiring to be fresh and, and on point. What I'm if people's programs like RuPaul, I, I did, I did a stint on RuPaul. That was fabulous. They treated us, us with respect, not giving us hamburgers or, or McDonald's Whoppers for Christmas presents like Tyra would dole out to the crew. McDonald's Whoppers is Christmas presents. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. What if... What? How hard I was working, I should have had a gold Rolex or something. You don't yeah. even eat... No. Back to the waistline. What about like what's the worst thing like Tyra did to you or to someone else that you saw? Like that she was really rude to some of the models. She was trying to be like me, but it was backfiring and she would came out she came out really toxic. You know, I what why the models and the kids on my show what they appreciated about me was I was the hard teacher saying, "Listen, it's not right." Uh, once, uh, one time in front of a model, I took my skirt out because she was a little pudgy. I said, here, if you can fit into this skirt, I'll stop my complaining. She actually did fit into it. 
and she was just pudgy, tiny, tiny pudgy. And I said, you need to tighten that ass up and you need to start doing sit-ups and you need to start running to be able to get your body in, in, in tightened shape like I did with the guys. I, I took them to the gym all the time and they were always working out. Guys are much better listeners if they, you want a fantastic body than women. Much, much, much. It's like that's the industry, right? It's, it's guys, period. So all these years later, you know, because like you and you've said things about Tyra, like, do you regret anything? Like, do you, have you softened your... Anything. I never received a thank you note from any leaving her show. And she never kept in contact with me or never said anything nice about me. So why should I say anything nice about her? You know, I'm not, I'm really not the type of person to take the high road when I've been like burnt. I don't blame I've you. I've apologized to her in the past, though. You I have. Because I was incredibly crude to her at a certain point. What about the fact, like, look, she got Dancing with the Stars. Like, how does she keep... Because, I mean, you know, the reputation is bad. Home alone. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched her on it, but I can't imagine it's done any boost for their ratings. I can't imagine. I didn't watch it, but rumor was, yeah, there were some issues. Like, no one likes her on the show. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah, that's okay. I just don't, like, isn't it shocking, like, how she keeps getting these high-profile jobs? And that's a pretty well, good I think, kid. you know, I would be getting them, too, if, uh, if it weren't for the color of my skin. <clears throat> you know, they put, they, they like diversity on television these days. And... You know, now that we have a fantastic African-American, Asian vice president, you know, there's going to be a lot more diversity coming in. Look out for the change. Well, Dancing with the Stars needed that. It was white judges, white, the girl that she who's played was white. Everybody Aaron. was white. Yeah. And Erin, you know, was, had her thing. She was a little dull. Little. And, and I think for Tyra, you know, at least, you know, they do, they what put these the incredible gowns and things on her that make, you know, so at least when she comes out, you're like, wow, like, look at this thing. Yeah, if you can get in. enough fabric to, you know, <laughs> sew around her. Well, Tom Bergeron did well, that that's who you're thinking. And he was good. Yeah, I don't he know why they great. got rid of him, because they had both of them and replaced her, you it know. It would have been like Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum, you know, the, a nice, you know, a nice offset. But you think Tyler got the job in part just because of diversity? Yes. Well, I think they needed to change for their ratings. And also those two, I don't know if you watched the show, but those two got a little comfortable in their place. You know, Tom would always have something to say, and so would, what's her name? The other uh, one. Yeah. I, you know what Kate, I mean? Kara. They, they got a little too sort of friendly, Kara and they would say things, and you were like, you know, we're looking for your opinion. <laughs> ten, 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 six. ten, six. Well, well, Janice is saying it's in part because of diversity initiatives. You have to have personality to be on television. I mean, most of the models that have been on TV, let's say like Heidi Klum, myself, Sharon Stone went on to make to become a movie star. Annie McDowell went on to become a movie star from being a model. There have been several models that have gone on. Renee Russo. Different jobs. Renee Russo, who's fabulous, mm -hmm. friend of mine. They've gone on to do other uh, jobs on t in front of the camera because they're able to speak. Do you, yeah. I mean, is Kylie Jenner a good speaker in front of the camera? I don't know. Is Gigi Hadid a good speaker in front of the camera? I don't think so. 
Are, do you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Sometimes, just to mm. laugh and giggle. But it's like I, I, I figured out after a few series uh, episodes how many how many episodes do I want to watch Kim Kardashian eat? Or look at her phone. I mean, that's all she. she was that's eating, all they do eating, is look at their phone. Eating in every scene. They love their salads. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's always a salad. It's always like. It, whatever happened to poor Rob Kardashian? Well, I don't think he was eating salads. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Kardashian. He may not have been eating salads. Well, what about, you know, because when I think of Janice Dickinson, I also think not just of modeling, but, you know, everything like, you know, you have done like makeup and glamour. What about things like, you know, the Kardashians have this huge place now in like the beauty industry. Like, what do you think of like Kylie's lip kits? Kim- uh, good, for them. good for them on that, you know. Um, bad for them for sticking those fake asses in because I think their bodies look just really grotesque. With, you know, and now I think the next person in line for a fake butt is Britney Spears. She wants to get one put in. Well, didn't Madonna do it? Yeah. They, they, a white girl should not have a fake butt. Iggy Azalea, they kind of slip. They the Kardashians. Slip. They have their butts, yeah. But so, yeah, so I mean, like, look, I mean, Kate, Kylie Lip Kits, it's like a billion dollar business, KKW Beauty. But, you know, but I think but Kim close. is doing those shapewear that's apparently. Yeah, but they well. took what they had and turned it into a business. Yeah, the so business that's good acumen for them. is brilliant. Yeah, what Jeezy I mean, did with the, with, the, with, the, with the clothing line and the foot and the foot, the footwear, Jeezy hired Anna Winter, gave her a million bucks to uh, initially get him on his feet as, as far as colors and style wise. And it worked. It sure did. It worked. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet robe. Listen, life is full of stress. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are. Life is stressful. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, like mine, your temper is shorter than usual, like mine, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. If there's stuff you can't tell your friends or family, this is the place to do it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. Try it out. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. That's B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash velvet rope. Betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. What about, you know, because like we said, you know, you're not one to hold back on words and, you know, you've told it like it is. They called you the Simon Cowell of America's Next Top Model and you were, you spoke your mind. What about this whole cancel culture that we're now in? Well, for example. Well, for example, like, 
people get upset about every little thing, you know, like let's go back to like Janice Dickinson modeling agency, like drop trout, this, you know, some of the other things on America's next top model and Janice Dickinson, you know, saying things and I'm not criticizing you because I have my own views on cancel culture, but just, you know, saying things like, you know, plus size models and, you know, you know, you were outspoken about like, Oh my goodness. My son had literally put his hand over my mouth to shut me up. I wanted Kate Moss. I wanted a, a well, the show is in search of the next Kate Moss. Mature models are not plus size. I love plus size models, don't get me wrong. But for my tip, for what I was going for with the look of my agency, <clears throat> had, had I known the head of the uh, network was a plus size, I, I, I would have had a seventh season. <laughs> Oops. It's okay. Oxygen has moved on from the days of, you know, you and Tori and Dean. It used to be a great network for reality TV. Yeah. Those days I think are over. Yeah, they didn't own my show. That's why I was let go. Freelance. Yeah. yeah. Fremantle, Fremantle, Fremantle. Fremantle and Oxygen, they both yeah. had 50-50. So when Tori and Dean and In Love came along, they owned that show. So they were able to make more money and keep the, keep the proceeds. Good for Tori. I think, you know, she's... Good for Tori. I think she's doing another one now on Tori and Dean. <laughs> They're still together? Can you imagine? Wow. They are. Can you imagine growing up, uh, growing up in a spelling home where the, they had that, that, that phenomenal house in Holmby Hills where it was like they had sometimes 30 servants... Take care uh, of 60,000 like square feet that house but did well, she live in that house or was she already out of the she house, was by in that house no she lived there she kid. did she did as a young teenager and then she got her own apartment from daddy the other the other had the original house was uh when she was a little girl when she was baby and and then on did you know was her? sharing cross yeah i also have a client the ecclestones who bought that house from oh really what yeah, so I spent like? a lot of time in that house they've sold that already Eccleston. yeah they sold it sold, they sold, sold it yes but like her and Randy, because I've had, I've met Tori and we've had Randy on our show. Like they've turned yeah. out completely different. They have taken her brother, Randy. Wait. Yeah, he's a, uh, a motivational speaker now, I believe. Was he very motivational on your show? He, believe it or not, I kind of, I love talking about like fame and how it's a drug. So he was willing to talk about all of that. So it was kind of interesting, believe it or not. Is he that famous? No. But just how, like, you know, you say Randy Spelling, you say the last name Spelling, and now people assume one thing, whether it's true right, or not. Right, right, right. I like conversations like that. Mm-hmm. He's actually a nice guy, Tori. But I mean, if you had to pick his face out of a lineup, your average person wouldn't know who he is. That is very true. And let's face it, everyone would probably know to pick out Tori Spelling. Oh, yeah. What about, because another show that you were on, which was great, How Was Botched with Doctors Terry and Oh, Paul. my God. Talk about botching. My, I had to get my, my, my breasts redone about four times after the show. They botched my, that my boobs were, like, not as botched as, like, when he did them. Big deal, I was asking for gelatin on the show. I was in agony. You know, it was an agony. I needed my Dilaudid. So what? I smoked a cigarette while I was still recuperating. He went crazy. Have you been smoking? 
I'm like, have you done a good job botching my breasts or fixing, can't repairing smoke. the botch? Oh, big deal. It's Joey. <laughs> you can't smoke. It's a horrible thing. I mean, with, to go for plastic surgery and smoke, I think it has some adverse effects as well. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> what about, so did you tell Terry to his face that he botched your boobs? Yes. He kept telling me I'm, I, I nodded. I nodded the tube when I pulled the, when I pulled the tubes out of my body when I wanted to go outside in the rainstorm and have a cigarette. He was like, he went crazy. They didn't watch me enough. Yeah, they kept an eye on me that I maybe wouldn't have gone outside. But, you know, they're very lackadaisical with the people on their show. You have to keep an eye on people when they just come out of anesthesia. Otherwise, you know, one woman jumped off a roof in Beverly Hills. You just have to keep your eye on the patient. So you got your boobs done since then? Like you've had to go get them fixed? Yes, maybe five times afterwards. Oh, wow. I don't think I knew that. Uh, ruffles for bridges. They, they, had, they had ruffles. <laughs> I guess you're not going to be going back to Dr. Terry Dubrow anytime soon. Uh, that'd be a hard no. What about, because this is what I also love about you, you're very open about all the surgeries you've had, which nothing wrong with that. What do you think about this whole thing? Like, did you see, I mean, that J-Lo says that it's all olive oil? Surgery is a must. <laughs> Surgery is like olive oil to a salad. You cannot expect this face to have been on television this long, uh, you know, under, under, the, under my plastic surgeries and, and, and my hair dye and my nails and my teeth. You know, I wrote a book, everything about me is fake and I'm perfect. I mean, you would see a little old lady sitting here between Alan and, and Joey. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep it up until the day I drop. And if there's going to be one gray hair before I get into that casket, my hairdresser's going to be dying it. Death becomes her. <laughs> I, I say that all the time. I will go to my grave with, I'll do whatever I have to to the last right? minute. I see. see people take care of themselves. They groom. They, you know, I, I looked at my husband the other day. He looked like the, the Loch Ness monster. You know, he had hair, hair growing out of his ears and like he had this kind of, Jufro, you know, that was like <laughs> off kilter and it, he, he missed places on his face where he was shaving. I'm telling you, this COVID thing really makes like a guy like my husband not really want to take care of himself. It is harder in COVID. Like, haven't you had moments of being hard? I mean, it's, I felt like it's been harder. My body's changed. My body, uh, I used to go to a really hardcore ballet bar workout class, you know, daily. You know, and just sit there and do those ballerina exercises, which had my body much angular and tight. And my posture was amazing. I stood up straight and it was amazing. You know, these days I'm slumping around. I do, I walk and I do my echelon bike, but that's about it. I agree. I feel like my body's changed. And weights, I have no, I have no motivation to do my hand weights at all anymore. Do you? You have. I have chocolates. You just have days where you're like, why bother? Because it's going to be months and months and months before I truly see a huge group of people. I mean, I didn't go to the beach last summer at all. No one saw me in a bathing suit. Not that it's the greatest thing to look at anyway, but. <laughs> but I agree. I feel like there's nothing wrong with the surgery. So like, what do you say to someone like JLo who swears she's had nothing? No Botox. Bulls to the shit. No, she absolutely 
she with that little face i met her though in in person and she is flawless she's pretty flawless but the face doesn't stay that same without fillers and smoothers and exfoliation and and you know laser technique they've got these kind of facelifts that are um not that invasive mm -hmm. that angelina jolie gets underneath her neck with elastic bands you know so i mean so, I, I mean need, you don't I have need, to have I need surgery one for my waddle I, I, instead of taping them up like alan does <laughs> tapes his neck no, I'm kidding. well that works too you and i can go she together right about not having surgery because now you don't need surgery you don't need to surgery. Have i have an appointment next month and she's just lucky she has that great skin so mm -hmm. she may she may it may but take you know, her you've a little been doing botox for a while yeah i go to and new york proud and do of it. it yeah of course because it's i mean you're not you, well no it's not it's not she charges no. you he he how but, much does he charge you enough but you know, I have an appointment next month. You're going to come with me. Don't be pointing at me. Well, I gave you the he appointment. Don't be pointing Leave at him me. alone. Where do you go in New York? Dr. Schaefer on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Huh. Why Dr. are you David plugging Schaefer. him if he doesn't do it for free? Well, maybe he will now that I just said it. Dr. David Schaefer on Fifth Dr. Avenue. David Schaefer. Fifth <laughs> Avenue. Maybe David I'll go Schaefer, David Schaefer. David Schaefer. <laughs> no, but so but J Lo's not saying she didn't have surgery. She's saying she doesn't get Botox. Like, come on. Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> Okay, she gets no filler, no no juvederm, nothing. She says nothing. Possible, it's possible. Great, beautiful skin. Fifty years old, you know there there are no laugh lines. There's nothing in here. No, you you know, I mean Puerto Rican women are beautiful, and you know, and the skin is amazing. Joe's mother was beautiful. She was she Puerto Rican or Cuban? She was Spanish Cuban. Yeah, well, the the Cuban skin don't crack. What about all of these, not the models, but just in general, the fact that nowadays anyone could, you know, they go on, there's all these influencers, they all think that they're the next thing. I mean, do we see the bottom of this? Like, I mean, I see it bottoming out, no? Like, everyone has a... You mean like Black know. China? Black China. Well, anyone, like now that has like 400,000, 30,000 followers, everyone thinks they're a supermodel now and they're going to get a TV show. They all think this. And now and TikTok. They and they do. Well, they don't all get a TV no, show. No, but I mean. But they all think it. Sorry. No, yeah. it's true. Not it's a, it's a culture that we have developed through social media that anybody can be a star. And in a sense, it's okay. It's taken the barriers away, but not everybody's going to be a star. The problem Andy is Warhol said it many years ago, but everybody will have their 15 minutes. Well, I've had mine. And now it's true. You have had yours, but you have worked for yours. Yeah, and prepared for it. And that's, that's the difference. You've got to work out every day. You've got to just sweat bullets. You've got to watch what you eat. You've got to, if you see a waddle coming, stop the Haagen-Dazs ice cream. I'm talking to myself, you know, um, you know, you've just, if you see like a certain area on your body, you know, start doing those sit-ups of stretch, mandatory stretches every day. At least it's good for your posture. It's good for circulation. And if you, if you don't have the money to go to, to have a private trainer, walk around the block, get a dog, walk around the block. I agree. You've got to cut it off right away. That's why I've what? gone on my health kick, even in COVID. Are I've re- kick well in, not in the beginning in the beginning it was like i ate like i was going to the electric chair i'm like i don't care if it's 9 a.m <laughs> this is new york city i'm gonna no i mean literally i'm not kidding you i ordered like chinese food at like 9 a.m and then like it was noon and i'm like i don't give a fuck i want pizza i had 
a while. Wow. Are you Rolly Poly? Well, no, but I'm David though. I mean, I am thin, but then you get to a moment where you're like, thin or not, none of my pants fit. Like oh, that, that is the worst thing that can ever happen to a human being. That is the worst. You gotta lay down to get the zipper up. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, okay, so maybe I, my pants were too tight to begin with. Like, I don't need to go, you know, I'm not like 19 years old. And you, you send them to the dry cleaner and they come back and they're a little bit snug. They're not that snug. It's like, what did I eat over the past three days? Do you get as stressed out when planning a vacation as I do? Where to go, what to do, where to stay? I definitely needed some extra help in choosing the perfect spot for my next vacation. And that is why I turned to Apple Vacations. They're great. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them, and this is music to my ears, as your one-stop shop for that next-level summer vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Non-stop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. So the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 That's SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Cana. Just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Again, just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get this amazing deal at your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Yeah. So I've lost almost, you know, basically what I put on, but it wasn't, you know, it's like your body changes and then you're like, how did this happen? Like, we're not talking seven years. We're talking like, it was only like two months that I did this. Yeah, but that those two months will take at least eight months to To repair. repair. Yeah. Those two months, beware everybody out there listening. If you want to just stay fabulous and still remain in those jeans and not have like a mushroom hanging out over it. You've got to do some, um, you know, you've got to do a series of Pilates exercises on the floor with elastics and balls and weights. You just have to do it. If I, if I can get on that bike every day, so can you. And it's not easy. No. And buying the bigger size pants. Stand, sit. Stand for 15 minutes. Ride, ride, ride. I hate these exercise classes. Oh, it's, with the spin spin classes. Yeah, it's annoying. Good for you. Yeah, they are. What about some of the other young models like Haley Baldwin, like Kylie oh, Gerber? She is for me. I've known her ever since she was ten. She is flawless, flawless. She's a supermodel. She's a diehard supermodel, and she knows it. She never wears the same outfit twice. She's always spending that Bieber money on wardrobe, jewelry. Got to you got to you got to you got to watch every every single time she's wearing new earrings and new diamonds. I love her. 
nothing wrong with the Bieber money. No, he loves her. Nothing wrong with the Biebs either. (laughs) No, he's, he's, he's cute. He is cute, but they're cute together. They do Instagrams every single day, matching tie-dyed, you know, sweatsuits that cost $10 million each. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Well, I don't, I don't even know if she's going to work. You know, I don't think she's been working much. I think, I mean, I know we're in COVID. Oh, really? Believe me, I get all the magazines, the European magazines, and she's in them. She, the Hadids, and the, she, the Hadids, and Kylie Jenner, not so much lately, but they have, Kai Gerber is a supermodel. Cindy Crawford's daughter is a die. She's a true supermodel with that, with that lift little body, that whippet thinness. And she's got the attitude of like no one. She's like very nice, you know, polite and like she's fierce. Love she her. looks like she looks like Cindy. Mm-hmm. Cindy's flawless. What about you guys? So let's talk about you too. Like you started this great podcast. Mutton Jeff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How did you start the podcast? Yeah. It was Luke. It was a fluke. Alan and I have been friends for 35 years. So we were we've been pals forever. And then um, you tell it. Well, basically, I went to see one of my clients who was getting a radio, one of the radio awards in Dallas. And somebody there said, oh, Alan should have done radio. And my client looked at me, a radio client. And he said, yeah, maybe you should have done. And the agent was there. That's a good friend of mine. And when I came back to L.A., he said, I think they're right. Let's get you in a studio and maybe we should do a podcast. And I fought it. I said, no, why would I do a podcast? I don't want to do a podcast. You're kind of snobby like that. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> well, I just was like, why would I do a podcast? Who would listen? And But he said, no, no, I want you to go in. And I asked Joey if he would do it with me because we know each other so well. And actually, when we get together, we can be very oh, fun, 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 fun. And funny yeah. when we're together. And we went in and we did it. And I sent it into the agent and... I, Joey was telling all his friends we're doing a podcast and I kept saying stop telling people that we're not doing a podcast nobody's going to want this podcast I and knew they, it was going to happen. people, people they, are tuning into their podcasts well we, saw, we signed one of the biggest deals with uh, Dan Patrick and which is very, very ironic because he's a big sports guy so we signed with his network the Dan Patrick network wow. and iHeartRadio signed us fantastic because yeah, his deals so, with iHeart so it was you know he called and so, said, and Dan Patrick loved the real, and let's go. And so here we, are. here we are. And they really are two guys from Hollywood and the world. Well, my father's done 130 films. Wow. And, I, and my grandfather was the biggest star of all of Latin America, like Frank Sinatra, to them. And Joey can sing. Uh, no, to us. It's like, they're Frank Sinatra. And so Alan is one of the biggest agents in town. So it was just natural, our fit, and how we grew up. And are the friends we have and the stories we have and how we've lived and where we've lived. And so it was just, it was just a lot of things that were interesting. They felt interesting to talk about plus our relationship and the silliness that we have between us. And it just all came together. Let's keep it real. Not one of the biggest Asians, but a known Asian. She's very modest. I mean, he's very modest. Stop it. He's a he. I said he, I slipped. It's okay. I don't mind when people call me she. I, I do. Call, you do? Man's I absolutely man. do. No, not he's like a it. man's man. You don't call her a she. I, it was I, a slip. I have a lish. No, really. The only person I call a she is myself, usually. <laughs> I refer to myself as a nice Jewish girl from New York. I love <laughs> I mean, nice Jewish boys. Right? 
And most of us are from New York. York. It used to be an did old thing. Did you have a bar mitzvah? I did, but I am... Not like. Well, I was a good... You know, I mean, I wasn't really religious, but I was more knowledgeable about the Jewish world then at 13 than I am now. Now I'm like a cultural Jew. Did you speak it? Hebrew? Yiddish. No, but I learned it from my bar mitzvah and like I wasn't one of those good students. Like I probably made like a hard. It's really hard. I would imagine. And just, I mean, I didn't really care to learn it. I'm like, just let me get up and do this and then get my money. Some people were into it. I'm like, I just want my gifts and I want the party at (laughs) night. I want the envelopes full of cash. And I'm never going to speak Hebrew in the real world. So why? How much money did you make from your bar mitzvah? I don't remember, but it wasn't so much. Let me let me tell you. I mean, it, it was a retirement fund. Yeah, it wasn't like you know. It was, <laughs> and it also was a different. I mean, I I literally don't know. So it must not have been a lot of money, if I can't even remember. I mean, I've had clients that, have, and I've done the clients um kids bar mitzvahs and stuff and they've spent upwards of a hundred thousand dollars i mean it's crazy joey had a a spanish bar mitzvah which which he still is buying brand new cars (laughs) he just got a new maserati it's amazing he did do you guys all live near each other yeah yeah alan and i live five minutes away he's up in the canyon and i'm just don't mention where i live right on the other side on the other side of bel-air you don't want the pop. You don't want the people showing up at your house, Janice. I used to live on Benedict Canyon, which is a pretty uh, well-driven street here in um, West in, in Hollywood, in Be- Beverly Hills. And I used to get these tour buses that used to catch me smoking a cigarette <laughs> with curlers, looking like Lucy with my lipstick put on on my cheek, on your teeth, on my teeth, and I'd be smoking out there. And, and, and then some some loudspeaker would pull up in front of my house and go, and this house belongs to, this estate belongs to Janice Dickinson. And I'd be like, ah, post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get the hose off. You know, You're yeah. like, get me out of here. Do well, you? I was nice to them. Do you find like, as far as like that and like fans and people like fangirling over you, is it mostly now because of this whole generation of America's Next Top Model? No, it's always been like that. I was always in front of the camera. So I had, sycophants when I was modeling in the modeling industry and then when I then when I uh the Janice Dickinson modeling agency that was celebrity photographer I've written three books uh literary books and yeah uh, and then I went on to do television now television really picks up the stalkers when you have when you have a television audience and it's you know it's hundreds of thousands of people in every country because it was syndicated all over the world it becomes like over, ask Joey, over in Great Britain, I'm a rock star. I walk down the street in Ireland, it's Janice, Janice, Janice. You know, it's like people know me by my name. It's crazy. What was like, the, uh, the phrase we coined or you coined when we were in Australia and they started? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You even had your license plate on the radio. Oh, man. With that. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. The fans will just come right up to you, right? But, you know, I got to say something about Janice, So. Um, through all the years and everything, she's always been, and I've known so many celebrities and had a lot and have a lot of celebrity friends and well, he does. and grew up that way, you know. 
but she's always been approachable and has always been generous and kind to everybody, no matter who they are to come up to her and whatever they have to say. If they're an asshole, then she goes right back but, at you know, it. Or I do. When I'm sitting I on the John in a lady's room and this woman's got the camera over the thing going, you mind if I take a, a picture? And I'm like, can we not do this while I'm taking a crap, please? <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> that really happens? Yeah. yeah. People get weird. Well, that one time you had to remember, can I borrow some toilet paper first? Sometimes, you know, people stand over their stalls and then look in at me and I'm like, I don't like fame. Fame, fame can kill. Fame is dark. Fame can help. Fame, you know, I, I've taken my fame in stride, but, you know, sometimes it was very invasive for my children. Hmm. Uh, fame can kill. Look at Brittany Murphy. I don't know. Yeah. Do you love the positive aspects of fame, though? Like the... Like you mean the, um, the, the, ha the, the people that are in tour buses that stop in Greyhound buses in front of my house and all want to get out from, like, they're from Korea and they all want pictures? The small parks, like, you oh, know. My, no, you know what? I, it's either, you know, it's either that or, or fuck you, Janice. I hate you. I never get that. I get, I get you know, you keep rocking, Janice. Yeah. I, I will at an old age, you know, but you know, I, I get really a lot of nice people too. Who the, the worst is, uh, is when I've worked with someone and they come up to me and say, do you remember when we did the shoot? What's my name? What's my name? Oh, good say? luck. And I'm like, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. I, I don't, that one. I don't blame. I mean, who remembers everyone's name? That's hard. I right. My mother's name. Thank <laughs> God she's called mom. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you guys remember? I mean, the older I get, I mean, I remember if I interview people like this and I'm focused, I remember everything you said. But in general, like, I don't remember every experience I've had. I think just like the more you do in the world, if you live a fast paced life, you can't remember every experience. Can you? Yeah. For me, it's the out of sight, out of mind that I get in trouble with. I mean, I'm pretty good when I meet you and I'll remember that. And, you know, as, as long as I keep seeing you, then I remember. But then if I, then all of a sudden I don't see you for a long time or, or for a while. And then all no, of a sudden you're I, really good with people. I am, but I don't remember the name later. That's what yeah. I mean. Because you, like, you, you work, he's now doing a Brad Pitt film. I can say that. And, and, you know, I, I can't even get gossip out of Joey from, from anything about Brad Pitt. I can't, he won't tell me about, do I have a shot with him? Even though I'm married, <laughs> you know, he won't tell me if he, who he's dating. He won't tell me anything about the children or Angelina Jolie. I'm, I love the Brangelina. At uh -huh. I love it, and I can't get There's anything. something I always say. I, that's what we both I do. sign an NDA, and I don't want it to become a DNR. Do not resuscitate, <laughs> because I do not talk. I've never been a gossiper anyway. Bullshit. No, no I'm not a gossiper. You? No. Well, we gossip about little stupid things, oh, like yeah. cute guys and things like that. Yeah. But I don't talk. I don't you, give information. Yeah, we kibitz. But not, I never... Clients and, and people like that never, ever. You won't give Janice some gossip on Brad Pitt? Nope. He won't. Mm -mm. Uh, Brad, if you're out there, you call me, please. I've got tons of things to ask you. Nope. <laughs> Brad Pitt's <laughs> a good clients, do that. I don't talk about any of my Think clients. of the children we, we made, although I have rotten eggs. We could, we, could, we could have someone else carry the baby. Brad's a good one to have. Yeah, perfectly age suitable. Do you watch reality TV? This question could be for any of you. Oh, like I watch the worst ones. Like the Housewives, you mentioned Lisa Rinna, well, Janice. Yeah, I like so the He's good friends with Lisa Vanderpump. 
I don't watch any of it. I used to And Dolores Catania is one of my closest friends. She was at my wedding. You met her at the wedding. You were at oh, the wedding yeah. too. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful wedding. That I know because she comments Arthur, and loves and all your stuff. Good friend of ours. She did our show. They both did our, our premiere show. Who do you guys have coming up on your podcast? Is Janice on your podcast? Yes, yeah, she is. You were first. She is. She is. We gave I mean, it to you first, and now we keep it for us. I mean, I imagine with knowing everyone, you have a roster coming up. I mean, you've had some great guests so far. Yeah, we, we do. Have we a have lot, a long list of people. List. Yeah, we've oh, got, everybody's and, and, dying to do this show. And we've got some real big Hollywood stars from from a, from some of the great eras Can too. So <laughs> I'm not talking about that. We're not but we talking do have about some, our yeah. Why stay would, tuned. We have a lot of. I would uh, be all over that. Who? Oh, Brad. Pitt. Yeah. Why don't you know? Why don't you get Brad Pitt? Just take this mic to work and just skate, Brad. <laughs> it's not who I Because we don't hit our work, our clients that way. Oh, no. God, you guys are but we, have, we don't need to. We've got some really good people coming on. And it's a very diverse group of people. They do all sorts of things. It's just not Hollywood people. It's, it's, it's interesting people who have excelled in what they've chosen to do. Oh, and but it's interesting. It's really interesting. And we well, have a lot of the literary world and we have... Yeah, and we're also going to do behind the scenes people, you know. You got to do pop culture. No, we are, we are doing pop culture. We are. Culture. We have some really fun stuff coming up too. Behind the scenes. So I, mine's mostly pop culture five days a week. I mean, I'm hot on like, I want like nail girls. I want chauffeurs. I want ex-assistants. That's, that's what I want. I had Sonia Morgan, what? right? Like th- those, those are the ones that talk. Yes. <laughs> hey, how many viewerships do you have? How many, what's your ratings? We're, we're like in the top, usually 50, but lately like top 25, 30. Like this, this show's kind of, we've had a moment. Yeah, no, congrats. It's really good. We've, I have worked, I mean, it's me. Like I'm giving credit to myself. I mean, I have a team and blah, 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 but really I give credit to myself. I went from like two days. It's been the most interesting hour and two hours or how long, ever long it's been with you, week. it's, it's, It's been fun sitting here being on your show. I need a drink. <laughs> Let me tell you, talking about, you know, Janice mentioned like, you know, sober and rehab. I, this, this quarantine has proven to me that I am not an alcoholic. I am not kidding you. I used to be out no. seven nights a week. I enjoy two sometimes. I, yeah. I, 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 and I, I a celebration. I never have a drink just for no reason or just go. And he was never, never a sloppy drunk. Ever. Me either. Never. Like, you can't really tell. But I have, like, I have had maybe, like, five drinks through this whole thing. Like, I've just, I'm not one. No offense to anyone that drinks at home. Go enjoy it. It's not well, for me. Like my husband. We, we do a cocktail for every show. Yeah. So. Are you, are you a mixologist? No. Let me tell you something. I drink straight vodka, shaken, chilled, in a martini glass, with like, when I was on your show. And I prefer... Grey Goose, pear, whatever, but like I'm not that picky. I just want the vodka in a martini glass. I like a traditional martini glass. I don't like that round French oh, martini glass. Have you been to way. Russia? Yes. Have you had vodka there? Yes. Was it wonderful? Yes. And the caviar. Before this, I've been to like 55 countries. I've been to all seven continents. I've been to Antarctica. Like I had a life. I don't necessarily <laughs> have a life. I am one of those people. I'm like a closet smart person. I went to law school. I graduated. I practiced corporate tax law. Listen, when you're a nice Jewish girl from Connecticut slash New York City, my parents were like, listen, and my parents are divorced, but 
my father, who was paying for all of this, was like, you can do A or B, you can, you know, or C, you can go to law school, that's A, B, you can go to med school, or C, you can go to college somewhere and pay for it. So I was like, uh, C is not the option for me. I'm going to choose A or B. And then I try to, I try to dissect a frog in biology in high school. And I'm like, I can't do right. And I just, I wasn't even grossed out. I just physically couldn't do it. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, I guess I have to go to law school. So I practiced corporate law and like I had a career. And then eventually I just found this as my calling. So I have like a corporate life, but now I don't want to, like, so I'm like a closet smart person. I don't want to talk about anything smart. I want to talk about Fun. pop culture and the Janice Dickinson modeling state. Not that that's not smart. I just want to talk about reality TV and drinks and fun stuff. Britney Spears asks. show that you have, and oh, we're very honored to be on it. I appreciate it. You two are, I am speechless. I'm not kidding you. I've had so many guests on here that name drop who they're going to get me, and I didn't ask for it, but Janice, seriously, I love you dearly. When I come to LA, we'll hang. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we have to. Well, Joey, you're, when you come to New York, we're going to hang. I'll see you in a couple of months. And listen, give my love to Kim D, please. And, That's um, my friend. We're going to get her on the show, too. And I, she's, I, I love Kim. So. She'll come on. If she can't, you tell me, because I'll whip her into shape. I spoke to her already. She, oh, she's cool. Where can everyone find you guys? Where can they find the podcast? Tell us everything, and then I'll let you go. We are two guys from Hollywood.com is the website. From Hollywood. Two guys from Hollywood. From Hollywood. Uh, this podcast, you can find it on Twitter. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcasts. It's a great podcast. Janice, where can everyone find you online? On Instagram. You're 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 <laughs> No, I, I don't have, I don't subscribe to so, uh, social media. I have an Instagram, hashtag Janice Dickinson. That's about it. Good for you. I mean, I, I've seen some of your posts. It's like you post your kids and you post what's going on in their life. And much luck to them. A movie part, reality show. Thank you, David. Everybody Thanks, out there, try to stay wonderful during COVID and remember to exercise. Or try to anyway, get off the couch. Love you all. Guys, everyone listen to your podcast. Thank you so much. All the best. Bye. Thanks again. Thanks again. I love you all. Bye. See you then. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. 
Thank you guys. See you soon.